0: All I have to do is sit and drink and talk. Are you kidding me? (laughs) (laughs) No, for sure. People Everywhere with Rosemary Arduca LaCroix. Oh hey guys, welcome to the show Bonjour Working on my French Because we are going to Paris today In the meantime, remember to subscribe to this podcast Wherever you're listening from Remember to leave us a review Remember to leave us a rating So that more people can hear what you're hearing And enjoy it with you Also follow us on Facebook and Instagram At People Everywhere Podcast So that you can see all the pictures of all the places that we are going to uh, we're going to paris i told you Vera is going to tell us all about life in paris the city of love oh god can't wait strap in let's go let's go see what life is like in paris Thank you, thank you for joining us, I'm so happy you made it How is Paris today? I'm so jealous you're in uh, Paris by the way
1: No, don't be Paris in uh, February and January It's not the best weather uh, really it's normally not sunny it's raining a lot but uh, the bars are there so it's fine but it's not it's not as impressive as it, as it is in summer or winter or spring for example right oh
0: but still you are in paris vera everyone in the world is jealous just oh, so you yes. know yes. <laughs>
1: yes it's just that everyone in the world thinks that when you say you live in paris they imagine you having a balcony that uh, is facing <laughs> the eiffel tower yep. every day you do it what you do every day is just your on the balcony, and you eat <laughs> croissant, and you drink coffee, and you look at the Eiffel Tower. Well, it's not bad. <laughs> oh no!
0: Oh no! You ruined yeah. it. I really thought that's what you guys do, and you wear a barrette and you're just like so cute. <laughs> <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> that's it. But no, oh, mm, mm, mm. no, you guys have actual jobs and life. Oh and we have actual taxes to pay. And- uh-huh, God goddamn it <laughs> taxes. Who needs taxes? <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> I can't away. believe it, I thought everyone was just like holding hands, kissing each other, and that's all you guys do and, and eat your croissant and drink tea where Bob Marley comes from. That's where people do that but- <laughs> <laughs> you know? well, where Bob Marley comes from, they're eating edibles <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> they're having edibles for breakfast. <laughs> Exactly exactly, <laughs> oh, it's so good to have you on the show Vera and are you originally from Paris no 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 i'm uh, I'm from Ukraine, so originally
1: I was born and raised in Kiev, which is the capital of Ukraine right and it's been um a bit more than four years since i'm uh, since I live in this beautiful city of Latvia yeah.
0: oh. Say it again. Beautiful city of love.
1: Beautiful city of love.
0: Oh, God. No, do said say it with a French accent. Beautiful city of love. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> there you go. You're rubbing it in. You're rubbing it in. <laughs> You're rubbing it in and making us so, so jealous. Oh, my. Oh, my. And I guess, and so four years is a, is a good enough time to really get to know a place, even though like two of those years you spent in lockdown. But um, four years is still a good time to, to yeah. get to know a place. And what is your daily life like? What do you do in Paris anyway?
1: Well, currently, I'm just an average uh, foreign person that lives <laughs> in Paris, meaning that uh, I have a job oh
0: what a what a bummer what a bummer who needs (laughs) jobs
1: (laughs) well uh, to be honest you do in paris and um (laughs) i live in the i rent the apartment um, and uh which is quite small because uh, paris is one of the most dense dense, dense cities in the world yeah yeah new york and hong kong apartments here are very tiny but we all get used to that so yeah, so I live in this little tiny apartment in in the central part of Paris, and I work every day at home. Sometimes I go to the coffee shop just not to to be alone. With you know, your
0: beret, Do you have to wear a beret to the coffee I shop. I have
1: a beret, but you know, I think it's exciting to wear it one day, and then you just feel like okay, it's just a cliche. I don't want to be there anymore. I took some pictures, posted in Facebook, and then yeah. I did it after two
0: weeks. You know? Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> but I I know. Oh, and how is your French how good is your French uh, I think I don't know I don't know how
1: to answer that because I don't hear myself speaking French it's other people who do but I speak French yeah I speak French I, I, I would like to say it's pretty fluent I do have an accent uh, but I think most of people do so oh yeah, everyone in the I, world has an accent depending exactly. on where and you're I mean, from I speak to <laughs> you in English right now and I'm sure I have an accent so. yeah
0: I have um, an accent too like we all do wherever you're, c- yeah. wherever you're from you bring your accent to whatever language you're speaking yes, so yeah yes so that now means- now you gotta teach us some French alright so I know bonjour I know ça va <laughs> cool, I know right? coucou ça va <laughs> <laughs> Cuckoo, ça va? basically you know what the,
1: the normal uh, basic conversation is very very simple in French you basically say bonjour ça va ça va et toi ça va ça va that's
0: wow right. that's just, a lot just, of ça va going on
1: yeah <laughs> Just exchange the Sava Sava and basically you you make sure that everyone is fine in the room, so
0: Right. Right. Basically, are you fine? I'm fine. Are you fine? We're fine. Everything's fine. Yeah. Great. All right. Okay, so I need you to say, Hey, my name is Vera. And you're listening to people everywhere. You have to say it in French. Let's go.
1: Uh, People everywhere, should I translate it or just say the way it is? Say it in French, actually.
0: (laughs) Say it in French. It'd be better.
1: Okay. Bonjour, Uh, je m'appelle Vera. Et aujourd'hui, maintenant, on est en train d'écouter people everywhere, Uh, soit
0: disons en français, les gens partout. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, oh, my God. Love it. Oh, I wish I could speak French so that we can just do the entire show in French. Oh, I so much prefer English, to be honest. I think it's much
1: more easier to express myself. I think oh, really? French is, yes. French is too complicated. It's stuck in the 18th century. The way they, they say things, it's just way out of date, you know?
0: <laughs> and you speak Ukrainian, too. Of course, yes. So you yes, speak I Ukrainian, do. you speak English, you speak French.
1: Russian. I mean, Russian, Russian is, is the other, like, mother tongue. Ah. Yeah, so, and Chinese also, I used to live in China before for seven years. So.
0: Well, shit. Okay, so, Russia, you speak Russian, you speak Chinese, you speak Ukrainian, you speak English, you speak French. Yep, that would be the list. <laughs> I cannot deal with you. This is this is no I can't I have to no, we have to end it. this conversation now it's over thanks for coming goodbye oh please oh please no 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 i looking <laughs> <to> this
1: podcast <laughs> don't knock me out Sit no out. you're I'm just, just play,
0: just play. <laughs> <laughs> okay you spoke French it's okay you got me you got me you got me <laughs> you got me so i mean you you pretty much could talk about any of those cities you lived in but i guess we can talk about the city you're living in right now seeing that you've lived in so many cities around the world that's pretty cool by the way i love that you've done that you're a real girl gone international oh yes (laughs) you're international (laughs) you're an international girl so you did mention that the weather is kind of yucky at this time of the year. It's super rainy and not the prettiest. Yeah. Is it like that today, right now? It's like it's like that. It's like that pretty much almost
1: every day, you know, when they talk about weather in London and people are complaining. I yeah. never understand why it's only London, why Paris is put aside, because it's exactly the same we have here.
0: It's well, because they have Paris. to keep up the... They have to keep up the <laughs> city of love, you know, yeah. image. Yeah, so, so they can't the make the it thing- look like rainy London
1: yeah uh, the good thing is just that it's, there is a lot of places to go in the street Paris is a very nice city to have a street life the bars are almost everywhere every 50 meters and there's a lot of things that happen in, in the streets that's why like we're compensating the bad weather with actual nice urban lifestyle this and is the second time
0: you've see. mentioned the bar in the first yeah. 20
1: minutes oh my god D- <laughs> don't
0: give do a wrong impression here in the first 20 <laughs> In the first 20 minutes of my conversation with you, you've measured the bar twice in conversations that have nothing to do with the bar. So now okay. let's talk about the fucking bar. Let's do that. <laughs> yeah, because you know what? When you talk about
1: Paris, the bar is, it's a lot of things to do with Paris, you know. It's, oh. Yes, it's a, its the culture. It's. Uh, I see. there's no... See there's no mountains there's no much forest the city is super small super dense it's all about architecture so uh bars is something that is happening like from monday to sunday people can finish their work and go to the bar pour un verre ver for a glass of wine and of course it's mm. never one glass of wine so it's just the culture even lunchtime people can have a glass of wine it's just it's lunchtime just huh
0: Oh yes. Oh okay. Yes. All right.
1: <laughs> so bars—it's like typical terraces with little tables and little oh. chairs, and oh. just sit and drink and talk and sit and drink and talk.
0: Yeah, that sounds like the kind of life I will enjoy: sit, drink, and talk. that <laughs> <laughs> be pretty drunken life, but yeah. <laughs> it's fun. Yeah, I mean, who needs a job where you can just sit? And talk and drink and just watch people. Yeah, that that sounds like a lot of fun. That sounds (laughs) like a lot of fun to me. And so people do do this a lot because, you know, the city is tight and everyone can just walk around. I love that. I love that. What do you love the most about living in Paris? And of course, you're going to tell us what you don't love so much.
1: Okay, so you want to start from from the negative or the positive? The positive, Positive,
0: please. So I can feel good in my belly. Thanks.
1: Okay. Uh, Well, there are plenty. I'm totally in love with Paris, although in the beginning I kind of hated it. But what I love about Paris is that, first of all, aesthetics, like anywhere you go in the city, you just feel like it's so beautiful everywhere you look. Every little building, every little corner, every little door. It's so beautiful. It's just beautiful, you know. So for me, aesthetically, I like it because even if you're in the bad mood, you just take a walk and while you're walking, it's it's breathing and it has history everywhere you step. And for me, again, it depends on the people's uh, needs, but for me, it's extremely nice and also the river, the central li- river. You can just go there and you can sit there and you can eat and you can drink and people are dancing on the on the riverside so it's like it's a very urban life and it's the city oh. is old and you always feel like you are in an ancient capital
0: mm-hmm. and
1: it's very beautiful so that's what i love about paris yeah, it's charm there's a lot of charm
0: if you don't yeah i you can know. imagine yeah. and um, what don't
1: you like what i don't like is the parisian metro i think it's so retarded from like it's <laughs> very undeveloped uh, there are no uh, escalators for like old people you know uh, ah. or pregnant or if you are uh, carrying some bags or luggage from the airport i'm sorry but you screwed um, mm. so for me it's very surprising because as much as France has a lot of taxes and people pay a lot of, up to 50% of their salary goes on tax. Uh, These basic things to meet basic needs of of people that are not like super healthy or super young, they, they are not being met and that is a problem. And of course, French people, I mean, French people are hard to deal with, especially Parisians, so uh, that's something you have to get used to with time.
0: Hard to deal with in what way? In the way that
1: if you don't speak French, they pretty much don't want to talk to you, unless ha. you meet someone nice. So, especially if you live in France for more than three months and you still don't speak French, because, ha, French is so easy to learn, right? Mm.
0: Uh,
1: they can just ignore you, or they can be rude, or they will not get you into your circle. So yeah, huh. the language is a mandatory thing here, if you want to stay longer. That, that's hard. And also a bit of uh, French. French, they actually a little bit egocentric in a way that they really genuinely are convinced that the only country that is important in this world is France. And the most beautiful things come from France. And France is the best in fashion. And French people are the smartest. Like, I knew some French people who would say that Eastern Europe is Germany you know so yeah and that that you feel that and of course they are they have a lot of things that they can be proud of but sometimes it's too much
0: (laughs) oh sounds like Americans to me they think America is the world So, Americans can be friend, friend with French. Oh, I think they'll get along just fine. Oh, well, I, hang on. I think they'll argue about who's the best because, you know, it's going to be like, oh, we're the greatest country in the world. Oh, no, we're the prettiest country in the world.
1: Yeah, but uh, French will say, yeah, but you don't have croissant. So, you get lost. Now you,
0: you get don't. lost. You don't have croissant. I have to agree. I do love croissant. So, the croissants oh. will win this argument. <laughs> but, again, you know, staying on the conversation of what, french people are like are they are they outdoorsy people are they Very. warm i guess they're not that warm huh? they
1: are warm they are warm it's just that they are not uh they don't let outsiders super fast inside their circle that's all but once you get to know them like i have some french friends and they are adorable but yes i had to learn french i had to speak their language i had to know what their jokes mean and that is when they let you in
0: but right
1: still comparing to some today, tradi- like like Like, you know, I'm from Ukraine, so comparing to Ukrainian cultures, and also I have some friends from Eastern Europe or also from North Africa, uh, French people are absolutely not direct. For them, we're too direct. We're too honest, unnecessarily honest. They they don't need that kind of honesty. They don't Uh. need you to say the truth. They just want, like... When they say about their opinions they would always start with I don't criticize but uh-huh. so whatever they say after it's like divided by 50 you know but by, by two so Well that sounds kind of
0: pretentious no Oh yes they are
1: and that's the problem like yay and but same time they're extremely tolerant because they don't actually have a strong opinion on anything so they don't want uh. to offend anyone so they always have like this you know surface conversation uh. i don't criticize. that's up to you you know people are different they always do that so, in there, when you talk to a French person, you don't really
0: know what he or she really means. Oh, that's going to be Understand? tough for me. I like people being direct.
1: Exactly. Yeah. So, like. For example, in my country, we can meet some somebody, we can have a fight, we can disagree, and then make peace, and then you know exactly who you're dealing with. Yeah. So with French, yeah. it's not the case. You will never get offended by a French person, but you oh will my god, know what that person actually thinks about you. Ah, ah. Something like that. Something like
0: that. Yeah. But, uh, no, I just I don't. Ah, uh, that's kind of just putting a. I don't like people like that. For me, it just feels. It just feels kind of wishy washy, but I guess in the, I guess their goal is not to offend and in the, in the bid not to offend they don't take a stance and it's just like you're talking out of every side of your mouth
1: yeah exactly I uh, think it's also has to do something with the way they were growing up because also um, a lot of you know France is a big country but all the cities are pretty small there right right. so like the second biggest city in France has half a million inhabitants right so I think Uh, it's 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 not very big big, yeah so it's like I always say that France is a little a big countryside you know so people um, (laughs) like kids not it's not like in, in Ukraine, or I don't know, maybe China, or when people uh, grow up in very small places, a lot of people together, like parents share a space with their kids. In France, kids, they have their own like room, and it's very separated. Right they're not, they not used to actually face problems together right it is separate parents are separate so that's right. the way they grew up they are very individu- individualist right in
0: that kind of sense right right yeah. Right. wow so, so let's just let's kind of you know of all the cities that you've lived in could mm-hmm. you compare them and what it's like to live in Paris uh compare well uh like the differences <laughs> in the people and the culture yeah. and the things and whatever it is that comes to your mind
1: well you know I I used to live in China and I'm totally in love with this country but uh, of course I prefer prefer Paris because uh, I'm, I'm from Europe okay so China for me would, would be always something that I would be in love with but it would never be my home because it's I just see. too different you see? I see and France even though I think French people are complicated and they're also very different from me we still come from a little common first of all mainland you know so like <laughs> right, only three right. hours flight away and right. also um, you know I don't think it's just Paris. I think it's the fact that Paris is located in Europe and here, for example, something that would be so hard for me in China or in the US to go for the weekend to Barcelona or to Rome. Here, it's just one hour flight away and it's 100 euros away so the availability of these cities locally and also um, the the financial uh, side is also very important so basically everything is so affordable you just want to have a weekend in rome you take 150 euros and you go you know who can do that for example if you live in new york or if you live in kiev it's going to cost you much more yeah here, what i like is this kind of like no you cannot really get very rich here if you talk about money but everything that is nice is affordable. Okay. Right. Traveling is affordable. Right. Um, there's always some hostels or some couch surfing or some buses. So basically, this lifestyle that in Kiev or in Shanghai seemed to be something, wow, it's so cool. Here, it's just uh, regular. Everyone huh. can do that. You understand? Huh. And I think I'm hooked on that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I don't blame you, girl. I do not blame
1: you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, that's something that. I'm that I
0: love about yeah. Paris. Oh that's that's nice. Yeah. All my friends who live in Paris, Likewise. it's just so many beautiful things and they oh. travel all the time. It's just so wonderful. I'm I'm always like, Good God, you are living my European dream right now. I you love should it. Come over. You should come I, over I'm pl- I'm I'm planning, I'm planning, I'm planning, Go. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it. This America is killing my buzz. I'm gonna do it. <laughs> You would love it. I'm gonna... I I know I will. I know I will if all I have to do is sit and drink and talk. Are you kidding me? No, for sure.
1: And we have a lot of croissants everywhere, so I have the time of your life.
0: I know, I know. Oh, I can't wait. I can't wait, I can't wait. In the meantime, I'll be watching you guys on Instagram and living vicariously through you people because you guys are having such a blast. Don't complain too much. You know, you're living in the country with an American dream and all that.
1: (laughs) You know socialism here there is no way that
0: you can ah! dream <laughs> you get the you're saying socialism like it's a bad word it is for capital capitalism you know yeah it's like don't say the s word don't say the s word socialism Exactly. we're here like super capitalists, like crazy shit it's insane yeah but really in america a lot of people consider socialism as a bad word so all this yeah like all these fucking socialists america can never be socialist i'm like why are you saying socialism like it's a bad word (laughs) well you know I, i i believe that both both have good and bad
1: i think it depends on what values do you have like me personally I'm more favorable to socialism because what I think is important, socialism brings that. Okay, but same time, of course, it's not perfect, and there are other things that socialism is is bad at. Like, for example, you know, everyone is basically putting money in one little, in one big uh, bucket, right? And then, ev- and then those who have less, they can take from that bucket, and those who have more, they don't take from that bucket. But everybody is contributing to that bucket. You see, so that's basically for Rich people, socialism is unfair because Mm. they have to pay a lot of taxes and those who, for example, don't work or like single mothers who have five kids, they don't do anything and they have a lot of help from the government and that help from the government comes from rich people who pay their taxes. Okay. And basically what they say is like, why am I supposed to pay for other people's choices, which is understandable, you know, because for example, my case is the same. You know, I'm a single girl and I have a job and I pay a lot of taxes every year. a lot a lot a lot a lot and uh, because I'm also single so my taxes are not reduced And I know some people of my age they just decided to get married and not have a job Mm. and they have a social care although they're not handicapped they don't have kids right but just because she doesn't have a job she gets paid as a social care for her but that was her choice. So at this side, of course, I'm against that because why don't you just go work? Why am I supposed mm-hmm. to pay for you? Mm-hmm. Right? But then, yeah, when we talk about education and medical care and, uh, and again, like the cities that I've been cleaning, the, yeah. the services, of course, I'm paying for that. And I go out in Paris and I love the city and I know that I paid for it. And that's the money that I paid for. That's why the city looks good. Yeah. Okay? So
0: yeah.
1: it's, again, like me, I prefer Europe. Because of that, but I understand those capitalists too if they are millionaires, you know. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, money.
0: Yeah, yeah. I think this I I feel like there's got to be there's got there's got to be a middle point, right? For I think sure. it's it's I think we struggle with trying to fuse taking care of the less fortunate in the in the society and yeah. having a, an economy where some people are just ridiculously rich i was reading yes. that if what's his name jeff bezos if he spends one million dollars one million dollars every day for the next 300 years i don't know that he will still keep spending his money it won't be finished
1: that
0: is just ridiculous. So that level of affluence in yes in, in a country where there's still a gazillion people who are in yeah. poverty. No, but that's wrong. It's, it's so that's the problem with capitalism. So I think yeah, that as totally. as a as a society we need to figure out what the yeah. middle point is how to fuse how to actually make capitalism a thing. You know? Yeah. So that no I agree, I agree. So that there's a a middle, a good sweet spot there that we can enjoy so that we can eat croissant and in peace and we don't (laughs) yeah Yeah. (laughs) and someone doesn't have to be impoverished because we we can spend a million bucks a day for the rest of our lives and oh my god yeah it's there's there's got to be a middle point yeah (laughs) (laughs) meanwhile we can just eat croissant and drink some wine please are there Uh, are there any interesting customs or festivals in France that people don't know about or is it just Uh. like Christmas and New Year and Easter uh, It's not
1: just Christmas and New Year, but you know, like Paris is a very, very international city. So of course, there are a lot of uh, like holidays that are religion oriented. But since, as you know, it's extremely um, diverse city, uh, now more and more people just don't pay attention to that. So basically, they, what is important is uh, the 14th of July which is the day of creation of uh, french republic and just for your record why it is important because it happened 300 years ago in 17 um, 89 mm-hmm. and 300 years ago it's when the france actually uh, pronounced it and wrote the com- the constitution about the gender equality racial oh. equality oh. and uh separated religion from uh, from the government
0: mm. from the power
1: so basically that is very important that is when the re- uh, the french republic took started was born and that's why it's important because that's when all the all, whole co- conception of uh, equality was born in france
0: right right wow so that is
1: it's one of important things and then easter of course but it's more commercial and uh same same thing for christmas Hmm. France is more or less becoming Paris since we're talking about Paris. Paris is becoming very um atheistic kind of city when we talk about uh French from I don't know 200 300 years French right. and um, and uh, more um Islam more, more Muslim really to to the new of course because a, a big popula- a part of population in Paris are the the French With origins uh, of uh, Algeria or Morocco Mm. or Tunisia. So there there are a lot of people who are Muslim who were born to to Arab uh, parents. But they were born in in France. So they are French. And they are absolutely French French. But they have another type of religion that that already becomes one of the most seen religion in, in France. Because the French who have origins, French, they are... How to say they're quitting their religion okay they okay okay they don't
0: believe okay, in that
1: anymore okay so one religion is replacing the other one yeah, basically. yeah. in paris
0: in yeah paris, yeah. yeah yeah that <laughs> so, makes that that makes sense that makes okay. sense and so you you then find that the people who are more religious are more likely to be muslims rather than christians or or speaking catholics about
1: paris, yes speaking about paris, in paris yes yes there are a lot of um a lot of french people that i met uh that were they have French origins. They are very. They are either agnostic, either atheist. Yes, very few of them actually practice in um, Christianity or any type of other religion. And the other ones that I met, they are of origins uh, of North Africa, and they are Muslim. Yeah, so they they keep that religion that runs in their family.
0: And would you say that people who are Muslims in Paris, they don't? Do they face any discrimination? Or
1: uh, I think if you ask them. Um, those who are educated, and by educated I say like normal education, you know, in university and they have a job, and they would say no. Uh, those who are not much educated and who just repeating something that has been said, uh, you know, to create separation and populistic right. kind of phrases, right. they will say that yes, they're discriminated. What I've seen, no they are not discriminated at all. And not, not through the religion uh, not through the religion so right. of course, uh, if you come to the to the school and you start to scream, I believe in this type of God, and of course, there can be some problems because in France yeah. it's very clear: religion it has nothing to do. You ha- you cannot impose your religion on everyone, right. okay, on right. anyone. Right. So. Uh, uh, it's not like in Ukraine that, or like in Italy that religion is part of the society. Right. It's written right. in the constitution. It's separated. So it has nothing to do with society. It has nothing to do with the with the government. It's your thing.
0: And what do you so, prefer? Because, I mean, you come from Ukraine where it's part of, you know, it's it, there's a very, very close mix there with religion and government and the people's lives and all that. Yeah. And now that it's separate, yeah. what do you prefer?
1: Well, I prefer when it's separated, to be honest, because right. I, I'm religious person. Person and I practice and I go to church when I can or when I want to so I fasten every um, every Christmas and every Easter so I have this uh, kind of rule but I think that uh, religion is a need that you have inside I think it's something that you should keep to yourself and practice and it's great if you have a right to do that in in this case France we have the right to do it right. however I think that religion is also a manipulation right. and it has been a tool of manipulation for, for many right. years especially lately so I think that it should not go out on the street. It should not talk be talked about in the school, and that's basically what France is doing. And I really do respect it. So for me, just keep it in your family. Do whatever you need. Uh, go to church. Go to mosque. Go to synagogue. They are all open. They are all available. But I don't think it's important for me to come to the school and say, "Oh, you know, that tomorrow Jesus is born." And no, no, it's
0: it's 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 my thing. I talk about it with people that that are on the same page with me. That's all. Yep, that makes sense. Okay, so now let's move to one of my favorite conversations on the show dating <laughs> dating. Yeah. dating yeah yeah what yeah. is th- I mean we're talking about the city of love okay uh, yes <laughs> so it must be the perfect place to go find your perfect match is it oh uh, I don't know <laughs>
1: has it ever been easy in any part
0: of the world <laughs> no 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 it's never been it's just never been I don't
1: you know what I have a friend when he told when he told he told told me once, are you looking for Mr. Perfect? Mr. Perfect is
0: dead. Oh, no!
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> I think he's dead in Paris, too. Uh, oh, no! <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, no! But, uh, but dating, I mean, yeah, Paris is, is, is kind of romantic city, it's true, because, again, of all this aesthetics and, and architecture and little bars and little streets and this wine everywhere. And... Um, I think it can be a nice place to date yeah there's mm-hmm. also French but again you know whatever I say here it's super very subjective right yeah it's um, your opinion
0: we want yeah
1: exactly from what I know from what I've seen and from friends that I have um, I think yes like here dating can be nice because uh, French people are it's not that they're romantic that they like to talk nice and they like to give right. you compliments and right they like to do that all and um, again it's always romantic to to sit somewhere on the terrace and you know the whole atmosphere but then what exactly do you want to know i mean i don't know
0: where to start and <laughs> i mean so i was going i was going to go with like what a french man like french man well uh
1: again it's just my personal opinion I think French men they have a lot of great qualities and they are beating a lot of nationalities with that they are very respectful to women okay right. they are very I don't know if there, there is this kind of word like galon um, you know like they're gentlemen they're right. you know, French men they are listening to what women want to say they They are not this type of like sexists you know right. they're, they're right. opposite of that so they can be they can be very interesting people to talk to they can be very interesting people to go deep into conversation and philosophy and all that and they will respect your opinion and they will never go into like, those kind of uh, weird comments um, however uh, I think that they are to me not masculine enough because coming from Eastern Europe you know I'm from Ukraine and uh, you know Ukraine life used to be tough and uh, men used to be very they take decisions they, they take responsibility they right. French people French people because of the feminism that they have, and I think it's a good thing because girls are fighting for their rights. I think they kind of they they get they give it all to the woman. Mm. So they make sure, like, okay, you're a woman, you're strong, you work, you can do whatever you want and tell me I'll just follow you.
0: Right, okay? right, and, right.
1: And French girls are perfectly fine with that.
0: Right. Okay? They're right. perfect, they
1: like it, they like it, but I'll decide I'll tell him and he'll respect me and he'll do it and uh, and that is something that I'm a little bit uncomfortable because I don't like to take lead all the time you know right. it's a very comfortable position okay I am a man I respect you you're a strong woman go ahead I'll follow you yeah but what if I want to follow you you know and if you say yeah. that, then he will say oh but you know I don't want to be sexist yeah but I think it's just the question of character like people can be different you know
0: yeah the- in my own perspective when it comes to this because I'm, I'm a flaming feminist and, yeah. I, yeah. And I just don't. I don't think that feminism is an excuse for men to be weak. I don't think. Exactly. I exactly. don't think what that because you think? you're, yeah, because you have a strong woman and then you become weak. No, I think yeah. that two of you can be strong and it makes for a better union. If both, exactly. if you can, if you can trust each member of your partnership to be able to take control when necessary, that's the best kind of partnership. Is when we're both capable, strong. Yeah. And yes. trustworthy people That you can rely on You know Because for yeah. example If you guys want to raise kids You want to be sure That each member Of that partnership Can raise those kids Single-handedly By themselves Absolutely. And each person Can be trusted To handle it So I guess It's kind of a thing That we're dealing with In many parts of the world Is yeah. the movement To empower women Which this is my jam I'm all about that shit Is becoming Some sort of excuse For men to exactly. Just kind of Pussy out And not not want is. to do what they're supposed to do and be like ah let the women do it ah the woman is the one oh uh, let the women you know exactly I don't, exactly I don't know. you see I mean you're talking to a feminine I mean I'm a single girl living in uh, in Paris but yeah so, so you
1: know, yeah. should know but uh, same time I don't want to have uh, a man that I have to babysit you know? no I no I don't have a child
0: yeah so, no fucking way same like, this, time, this, like, yeah, yeah and, and that I
1: think is something that in France and I've met many men that they're so romantic, they're so fragile. you tell them something straight, direct, and straightforward, they'll get traumatized for days. (laughs) You know, like, that is something that a man from my country will will take it because, yeah, and he'll say, yeah, okay, you're a girl, you got emotional, no problem. And it's also a bit uh, sexist. I understand the comment. But in that case, uh, if I say something to my, my, uh, not to my, to a French guy, or like, Let's say a French boyfriend, if I have one, and I'm let's say after work I'm stressed and he pissed me off and I would say something. That person will be upset, like genuinely, for three days and they wants to apologize. And that makes you a monster in the relationship. And he's just that nice guy that you are always hurting. Ah. that is that is very cliche what I'm saying but that's what I've seen yeah that yeah from from eastern europe or from africa or from asia you know those girls that they just like spit it out it's too much for French you know French ah. are very sensitive men you know you have to be careful with French <laughs> uh, the- spectacular fathers and spectacular like they can take care of you if you tell him
0: what to do always- uh, I don't you know no I just I feel I, uh, it's too much work it's too much work <laughs> to have to <laughs> it's too much work to have to tell your partner what to do all the time like I, I always like to use myself as an example you don't have to tell me what to do I know what to do for you in the partnership, why do I have to tell you what to do? Because you know, like, use your initiative. And I, I only, I think that partnerships work when both parties are on an equal level of autonomy, independence. Um, I don't know, just when it's equal, when both people bring the same amount of leadership to the partnership. That's, well, yeah, that's how I see. Here. <laughs> <laughs> I should start a masterclass For French men <laughs> Yes Exactly We can do that We can use it. it's very good for them so, And what about the women? Women uh, Honestly I like French girls
1: I think uh, I like them Because this is some kind of attitude that I've never been raised in. As I said, I'm a very, very traditional country, which is good and bad. And now talking about bad side, that yes, I've I've been raised in the society of you should do it because you're a girl, women don't do that, girls don't do that. So France is the opposite of that. French girls, they do whatever they want and they I'm not even going to question it. Ah, I like that. Yes. So for me, I admire that part of the French girls. Although, of course, some some of it is even shocking to me. But I think it's my problem, not theirs. Okay? (laughs) And they they are very free thinkers. You know, they have the kind of pressure social or family or the way they want to dress. They dress. There's so many different styles here. Same time, I like the way that. They are not being dressed like, for example, in Ukraine or also I've seen in in Hollywood. You know, the super sexy is out of the question here. here right. A girl can be sexy right. without showing anything. Right. A girl, a makeup is not something that they wear. A slightly messy hairstyle that is just like uh, you know fixed on top of of your head is something that girls do. Like they don't need this hairdresser every two days. The, right. They look. Pretty, they're very uh, natural. Right. Natural beauty is not right. fashion here. Right. And I like right. that, you know. I yeah. really do like that because I yeah. see that, fe- that feminine beauty that doesn't require this work and money and all that, that social pressure is giving us, you know. And you're not looking
0: because for the validation of a man, yeah.
1: Not oh, they don't care, of course, yeah. they want to have if they date someone, they want the guy to like, yeah, them, but yeah, it's not the validation, you understand,
0: yeah, yeah. So,
1: um, yeah, I, I think that French girls is, is something that I've discovered and I discovered recently because I've met a lot of girls that I've become friends, yeah, and uh, I, I like it, I, I learned from them a lot, I learned that they're so far from where I've been raised. Right and uh, mentally, that it for me. It's like I'm always just learning and learning and learning.
0: Yeah, you know? that's great. So, I love it. I re- I love to hear. it I love it. So are people more dating through dating apps or meeting more through this places? Because I mean, you said there's lots of bars, lots of coffee shops. The people yes. more face to face meeting, dating, or it's more apps. People,
1: people are meeting each other. Uh, Either through friends of the friends, like in bars, but friends of the friends. Right. Either through dating apps, and I will explain why, and that's also something that, it's hard when we are having this feminist movement, which is impressive, but the side effect is that guys are scared to approach girls in the bars, because they feel like she's just going to tell him you know what, just get lost and I've seen that so many times I was with girls and we would go out and we would go on outside and then we have a smoking break and the, the, the purpose of going out is maybe to meet people I mean, yeah. it's inevitable, right? I yeah. just to stay home and the guy would just come and say hi girls, uh, how are you? and the girl would just say oh the door is there that's the right decision. Oh. And, and for me, it's like, yeah, a poor guy, you know, he wasn't disrespectful, he just wanted to talk. But the girls is like, oh, just don't disturb us. And uh. stop doing that because they don't want to be sexist, they don't want to yeah. be, um, and they don't want to harass girls yeah. from the girl's yeah. perspective. Yeah. They don't want any of that. So they yeah. just sit there and they are in the apps. And I think it's sad. I think, like, why don't we just give them a chance,
0: you know, to come and have a talk? (laughs) Yeah, it's just kind of hard to... It's kind of hard to differentiate when... Sometimes it's hard to differentiate when someone's being harassy or when they're just being friendly. Say, for example, in Nigeria, where I'm from... Yeah? If you're walking on the street and you look nice, there's people that will say to you, Hey, you look nice. And... Th- that that can go two ways. It can be completely creepy, where some creepy dude is like, hey, you look nice, and you're like, what the fuck, I gotta run. Or it could be somebody else that will say, hey, you look nice, and it's just a compliment, and they keep walking, and they keep just like walking away from you. So it's kind of hard to tell. Yeah. So I think with women, we just, we don't know when it's going to be uh friendly or when it's gonna be harassy and so so the the default the default is like oh leave me alone don't harass me whatever yeah and so for yeah. guys they also maybe they don't know the right way to not be so harassy or creepy with it you know to to just be a little bit more friendly but i guess the dating apps everyone's kind of on there people are still creepy yeah. there anyway but yeah, i guess of course of
1: course, i'm totally like no i'm not a fan of dating apps i've never were um i i never was sorry and i tried a couple of times before and honestly uh, uh, not my thing i prefer people would be more open while meeting each other on the street but then they have this barrier. and Uh, that's strange but I don't think it's a Paris thing I think it's universal
0: yeah I think it's I think people are becoming less and less inclined to talk to people on the street Mm -hmm. yeah Um, unfortunately we're losing that a lot uh, it's it's kind of hard For somebody to say hi Without you feeling like They're being creeps Even if it's the same sex Everyone's got their headphones on Everyone's kind of Just minding their business It's, it's harder and harder To meet people I like the idea Of going to a coffee shop Or to a bar or something And meeting with people I like it Um but if I'm being honest with myself, most of my friends, I've come from, like, groups online or stuff like that. Yeah, 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 me too, me too. But that's
1: mm-hmm. today's reality. It's yes. the
0: rea- yeah, yeah, it's the reality. Well, the other part of this question is the LGBTQIA um, community. I bet it's very strong in Paris.
1: I bet it's very strong, although I have no idea how is it working, to be honest. Uh, but I think, yeah, I mean, we have the whole district which is called Marais, Marais. Which, is, uh, Marais it, which means swamp, because apparently there used to be a swamp before. Right. But it's very fancy district. It's one of the most stylish districts, and it's gay district.
0: Okay, okay. So okay.
1: You walk on the street, and there are rainbows ah. on, the, on, the, on the road okay so like you know where you are basically yeah and, uh, all types of like that district is less paris classy type you can see the bars totally different styles right all kinds so basically yeah, you see like gay people style design wow that, and it's we have the whole district of that and you see a lot of you see a lot of gay people and i believe they're all uh, part of the lg community
0: oh so, yeah i mean
1: uh, I mean, that's something that, yeah, it's in Paris. And, uh, and it's
0: it's got a it's got a serious presence there. If They have a whole district, then yeah, that's of
1: course. Oh yes, yes, yes. Okay. <laughs> people are very very open about that,
0: and uh, that's nice. Thanks for sharing. Yeah. So I'm sure everyone's everyone's watching Emily in Paris on Netflix. Oh my god! <laughs> Can you comment on that. <laughs> go on, go on, go on. Well, first,
1: people, what their comment to that uh, TV series is that uh which Paris did this girl go to
0: uh oh so we
1: don't recognize the type of Paris uh oh yeah they they don't show the exactly that what I commented before the Metro that is actually a very not funny place to be ah uh, so it's very bad it's not nice there's uh, a lot of crowd all kind of crowd and it's not nice place okay the apartment that she lives in it's totally out of reality because as I said the apartment in Paris a single person uh, that wants to live in the nice district um, let's say the 28 or 30 square meters apartment can cost you 1000 euros Wow! which is $1300 for 30 square meters Okay, and it's not expensive. It's something very you know regular. Yeah, the, the place she lives in, it's it's not what happens in Paris. Okay, <laughs> live somewhere outside, not at all. And, and yes, yeah, everything was just so uh, beautiful and yeah, uh, you know, romantic. Paris is romantic, but it's romantic. It's not in this cliché romantic. This romantic is in hipster type of places. Right. With diversity. Right. With the districts where you can find Indian food... Slash, right, uh, Pakistani right. Pakistani, uh, Tunisian, right. You know, Ethiopian, all that, and you can have all that, then you see people as you just mentioned, we talked about the gay district, then you cross the border, then you are in some type of hipster that everybody's wearing dirty shoes, and that's Paris, you see? Ah. And then you smell weed everywhere, you go to oh. the Districts. And it's not what what they showed is some luxury type of, I don't know, Paris that maybe somewhere is near the Champs-Élysées, near Chanel store. Okay, maybe, yeah. But that is not Parisians.
0: Parisians are totally different. Okay, so now you have to fix this for us, Vera. You got to fix this. So what movie or TV show or book should we be reading to get a proper idea of what it really looks like.
1: Okay, to get to the proper idea of the history of Paris and understand how the life was before and and where all the clichés come from, of course it's the classic Notre-Dame de Paris Victor Hugo
0: Uh and
1: he explains about how Paris was, all those dirty streets and when they were throwing the trash in the street directly. That's from the old times, okay? Mm-hmm. Then uh, we can watch a movie to understand, for example, not the Paris of Coco Chanel and uh, Jean Paul Belmondo, but uh, to understand those, you know, um, outside districts from people who were brought from other countries, from ex-colonies. Okay.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm.
1: For example, like from Congo, from African. Uh, countries uh, that used to be colonies and also uh, North Africa like uh, those Arab countries you know after the war uh, people were brought there to to Paris from there and they were they they were settled outside of Paris in those districts that are totally different and it's very important to understand that that is also Paris right right and uh, the movie is called The Hate it's uh, with Vincent Cassin who used to be married with uh, uh, Monica Bellucci so it's a very uh, famous guy right the movie is basically about three friends who grew up in this type of let's say ghetto district right. of paris right uh, one is uh black uh, one is um arab and another one is uh i think jewish so basically three three type of uh, guys that uh being like placed outside of paris outside of this rich, rich city and what they have and how they deal with and the movie is exceptional right so um uh, I would advise everyone to watch it. This will, this will break all the cliche about Emily in Paris, Croissant, <laughs> and all that guilty France and problems that it has. Okay? <laughs>
0: Emily in Paris and Croissant I love that yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay <And> then, <laughs> yeah go on go on <laughs> and then
1: you can see something more like nicer and cuter because the hate is something that can, can put you into the deep uh, reflection for weeks right um, right then and Amélie Amélie Poulain Amélie Poulin is uh, is this the movies from the nineties and it's very nice. It's about this girl, um, that is a bit strange and they show nice berries, they show a typical French girl of that times. It's it's very interesting to watch also. Nice music, nice French music streets
0: uh, people will like it too yeah. okay well this is great Vera this is really cool stuff okay before you go <laughs> can you teach us any slangs any popular oh, slangs po- in French oh popular
1: slangs oh mm. my wow let me think you just got caught me off guard uh, <laughs> say for example okay um, uh, I'm getting I'm getting out of here I need to leave you can say like I'm breaking myself
0: out of here, you know. Ah, okay. <laughs> can you say it slowly so I can repeat after you? Or let's better say this. Let's learn the shut up version. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's, more, it's more important. <laughs> more useful. More useful yeah? It's more useful. Yeah. Say, shut the yes. fuck up. Okay, got yeah, it. Exactly. Okay. <laughs> Okay. I got it I got it Thank you so much Vera. This was so much fun Thank you so much, I hope it was But for me I totally enjoyed Talking to you You had all the right questions <laughs> I had so much fun And maybe one of these days We'll have you talk to us About all the other cities You lived in Because this is This is too fun Too fun Too fun Avec plaisir It's with pleasure Oh Nice 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 Alright okay. It's my turn To speak French Au revoir Au uh, revoir Miss Vera? No, I don't think it's Miss. I think you have to say Madame. Madame? Ah, okay. I try again. <clears throat> oh, merci, Madame Vega. Au revoir. Au revoir. Merci beaucoup,
1: Rosemary. Okay. <laughs> okay.
0: <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Au <revoir>. Bye-bye. Bye. <laughs> what a fun ride that was, guys. You had fun, didn't you? I did too. That was a great show. Thank you so much for doing it with me. And let's do it again next week in the meantime make sure you follow us on facebook and instagram at people everywhere podcast make sure you subscribe here wherever you're listening getting your podcast from and leave us a review leave us a rating who knows where we'll go the next time but till next time love you talk to you soon bye people everywhere with rosemary arduka Lacroix.